I digress. Yes. Have a look at this. So I told you about this. So on the menu this morning, the McKinnis Steak Sandwich. Oh. Monty's Beer Battered Fish and Chips. Nice. The Tulio Beef Burger. Caltech Crispy Chicken Burger. Nisbet Bacon Egg Spinach and Cheese Wrap. What an ensemble that is. Wow. And I think I like the sound of this one as well. The Vukovic Big Brekkie Burger. All on the menu at the Surf Cafe. And uh, later on today, the bus is leaving Terrigal. So I, if you're not on the bus, I reckon line the streets. What yep. do you think, Beats? Yeah, yeah, give them a... A la Newcastle yeah. back in the 97 grand final. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So let's go to the inaugural head coach of the Central Coast Mariners. Standing ovation for the great Laurie McKenna. Good morning, mate. Good morning, boys. And uh, I don't think I'm going to give the McKenna steak sandwich a miss. I fancy the Vukovic one. And I hope he doesn't have one before the game because he won't be able to jump for the crosses. <laughs> Eat all that. Uh, oh, you must and, be excited, uh, mate. All good. One, one yeah, of the key questions. One of the key questions I want to ask is: You went to training, and I want to know what a legend of the Central Coast Mariners and football in general had to say to the team in the lead-up. No, Monty just wanted me to. Um, he wasn't wanting me to dwell on losing grand finals and stuff like that. It was what it means for the coast, and obviously since the Mariners, it was the mayor and stuff, and um, regional development on the coast, so it was to speak what it actually means for the people of the coast that the smallest club in the country has made five grand finals out of 18 years, and mm. we've won one, and what it means to the people, what it means to the region, because I can remember year one, the people on the coast you know, it was like, oh yeah, we're from the central coast, but after the Mariners made the grand final, people were proud to say they were from the central coast, and I just spoke about that, and Monty I caught up with Monty for a cup of tea after it, and he said, I've got tingles when you're talking about that, because they all talk about football, but what it actually means to the people who live here, um, it gives them credibility. And yep. this game, I was speaking to somebody overseas this morning, this grand final game is going to be all over the world live. So people mm. will be watching the Central Coast Mariners, same as they're watching Man United and Man City in the cup. Yeah, we might not have as many viewers, but this game will be screened all over the world. So for somewhere like the Central Coast, this is huge. I think the significance uh, was pretty apparent two weeks ago when what it meant to the Central Coast and what it meant to the people when 20,000 people rocked up for that uh, semi-final against Adelaide. Um, uh, you know, a record crowd. And there's no doubt that, you know, there's going to be busloads of people going down, be it on the... You know, on the M1, be it in buses, be it in trains, be it on um, in their cars, heading down to Combank Stadium tonight to support the mighty blue and yellow. Um, what a, what an outstanding year they've had, Laurie. When you consider, um, you know, Monty's been at the helm for two years now, and you know it was a bit of a basket case before that. But you know, the systems that he's put in place, what he's managed to do in terms of bringing these young kids through. Um, I think that's one of the key components for me in relation to any club is having local juniors um, in your main squad that obviously can play the game, but they live and die and they're so entrenched in the community that people just want to go along and support the boys. Yeah, look, and Monty was the youth team coach before that, so he started, he started the process. He had a lot of these boys signed as... 16, 17 year old kids coming through the youth team 
yep. the youngest squad in the league, some of these players coming through and moving on, you know, a lot of credit has to go to Monty and his assistant coaches and the club for actually giving Monty the gig. You know, Monty was untried. He was a youth team coach and he chucked him in there. You sink or swim and Monty certainly swum and he swims that well. I've been trying to get him down to Terrigal for a swim in the morning, but he's chickened out. He's too soft. <laughs> Hey, boys, uh, just some info. So pre-game this afternoon, if you're in Sydney, for Mariners members and fans, the Crown Hotel, which Buttes you'd know well. No, I know. 295 Church Street in Parramatta. Adam Kwasnick and Brad Porter will both be there. The Crown Hotel. So that's this afternoon. And then tomorrow, a Mariners welcome home party at the Hive at Erin Affair. That gets underway at 2 o'clock to celebrate an incredible season. Laurie, I mentioned earlier about the players from the Central Coast Mariners that have made the PFA Team of the Year. Can you share some thoughts on these players? Now, when I mentioned this on Monday on NBN TV, Brian Kaltak, so a man who's in his first professional season at the age of 28, absolutely amazing. And then a player who was told he'd never make it by so many people just because of the size of the man, but he's got a heart like Farlap, mm. Josh Nisbet in the starting lineup. Yeah, in this bit, since he came in his first game, I think I was at um, the stadium. And he is short, but he's, you're right, he's got a big ticker. But he's just, his turn, his quick, his quick feet, he makes up for it. You know, he's very hard to mark because he is small, but his agility on the ball's different class. And Caltac, what a season he's had. He, going back, I think it was against Melbourne City a few weeks ago, the Mariners get caught up the field and he run down two or three players. He was like a machine going through the middle. He's been outstanding and leading for the back, winning tackles, everything he does, he's, he's just been total class and whoever's decision it was to sign him, give hats off to them. If it was Monty that sourced him, I'm not sure. Um, his recruitment this year has been outstanding. Caltac deserves to be in that team of the year. But I yeah, don't know, I being in that team, he, he got sent off, so is he allowed to be in it? Because I know Monty can't get the coach of the year because he gets sent off, which is the biggest load of rubbish I've ever had in my life. Yeah, well, Caltech was surprised because he had been sent off numerous times. Uh, one correction, he's 29, mm, not, yeah. not 28. I, I don't disagree with you, Laurie, in relation to the recruitment. Like For them to identify someone like Brian Caltech and who hasn't played professional football before and to come into that... Um, arena and do what he's done. It's just phenomenal. Station. Monty now believes that Brian Kaltak can enjoy a, a long career. So he believes he's got at least another decade. And Laurie, he feels like Kaltak could be destined for even higher honours. What are your thoughts? No, definitely. He's cool, calm. He does, yeah, he's a rookie. So see, he's a rookie, but he's played football and he's played with the national team in Vanuatu. But when he's out on the field, he doesn't look like a rookie. He looks like a seasoned professional who's played overseas in Europe for the last 10 years and he's came to the Central Coast, you know. So credit to Monty for signing him. And, you know, it's a great story. Some people just need a chance. He's been given a chance, but you have to take it, as you know, Mike. Um, and he's took it with both hands and both feet.